0: When I started my first year of college, I was asked to join a band. Still fresh from our teenage angst, we dubbed ourselves a Stand to stay alive and wrote some rather aggressive songs. As the years went by, our sound began to evolve to be a bit more positive, I guess you could say. With a lighter sound, we felt our name no longer fit. To be honest, we didn't have much of a following. It was just our college friends and our moms. We felt as if we didn't have to do too much work educating our few fans on the name change. But we decided for the next few shows, we would include formally a stand to stay alive in parentheses next to our new name. Facebook, which was easily the most used social media at the time, allows you to change your name on your page one time while keeping everything else the same. We made some member changes and decided on the name Hero to Human based on the quote from one of our favorite bands, The Wonder Years. Growing up means watching my heroes turn human in front of me. We decided to really buckle down and start playing shows and getting our name out there. About a year and a half later, our sound had shifted again for a more emotional sound. And although the name could fit the music, We noticed a large amount of bands in our genre playing the shows we want to play, playing with the bands we want to play with, that had the word hero in their name. Hometown heroes, hall of heroes, me versus hero. We had no way to really stand out and we knew we would fall through the cracks. Due to this, yet again, we needed a name change. The only problem is we had amassed more of a following. Kids from around the country started listening to our music and buying our merchandise, and we were not allowed to change our Facebook page name again. What could we do? We had to decide if it was more important to keep our name to not confuse our fans, or change it to a more standout option. After much back and forth, we made a decision. We renamed our band Sharp Sleeves and created a new Facebook page, website, Twitter, etc., We spent three months prior to the official change posting on our social media accounts that we will change our name and to please go like our new pages. We re-released some songs under our new moniker. We made sure for the next three months our show flyers would say formally Hero to Human in parentheses just like last time. We then decided to message all of our fans individually who had liked our pages to tell them about the change. Honestly, we lost a chunk of our likes on social media, however, it wasn't that negative. It did help us to essentially start over and be able to find a group of people who really wanted to interact with us, and it made our engagement go way up. The ban broke up in 2015, but I'm proud of what we did. Now that I work with businesses, I use some of these lessons to help them rebrand, but it can be tough depending on your size and space. So what should you do? I'm James Darty, and this is Name Changers. Alright, so let's shift from the story of a band that never really left the East Coast of the United States to a global automobile powerhouse. In 1914, the Kaishinsha Motor Company of Japan introduced their first car, the DAT, which represented the first letter of each surname of the company's investors. In 1925, the company renamed to simply DAT Motors. In the 1930s, they started manufacturing smaller cars and named them Son of DAT, which became Datsun, D-A-T-S-O-N. A few years later, they changed it to D-A-T-S-U-N to honor the rising sun on the Japanese flag. Meanwhile, in 1928, the holding company eventually named Nissan was founded. They purchased many companies, including Tabata Casting, which eventually merged with DAT Motors. Nissan and Datsun dominated in Japan and decided to expand to broader world markets. They began selling in the U.S. in 1958. They had the smaller cars branded as Datsun and the large trucks branded as Nissan, and they were met with moderate success. But then, at the wake of the 1973 oil crisis, Americans started searching for a strong, small, fuel-efficient vehicle, and Datsun was ready to answer the call. The brand name became well-known and well-loved. By 1983, American purchases of Datsun cars accounted for 20% of Nissan's total $13 billion in sales. But suddenly, in 1981, Nissan decided to begin the process of rebranding all Datsun cars back to Nissan. Nissan says the decision is that they want to unify all of their brands, which makes sense. I mean, they do a lot more than make cars. They make forklifts, yachts, even rockets. By having them all under the Nissan moniker, it would link it all back to one entity. But to rebrand such a well-known and beloved name, that takes a lot of work and a lot of money. They marked the three year period of 1982, 83, and 84 to be the time for a full blown name change campaign. Starting a few years before, they started putting the word Nissan in small letters under Datsun, or Datsun by Nissan, to begin gaining some name recognition. They needed to change the signs of over 1,100 Datsun dealerships, which ended up costing about $3 million. They also spent $200 million on their The Name is Nissan ad campaign. They also lost $20 million on the Datsun ads that were made but never used. All in all, Nissan spent roughly $500 million on the rebranding campaign, and a poll five years later showed that Datsun was still more known than Nissan. But time seems to heal all, and Datsun became a faded memory to those who knew it, and not known at all to people born in the late 80s and after. Alright, so we talked about a small band and a global powerhouse. Let's go meet in the middle somewhere. How about a Bay Area tech startup? I spoke to Ed Yu, the founder and CEO of StrongSalt, which was formerly named Overnest. Founded in 2015, their mission is to help protect data through strong encryption. Here's Ed explaining the idea behind the name Overnest.
1: So, Overnest um, initially came about because uh, what I wanted to do was be able to search and protect um, data, and I thought the most important data that you actually need to protect are things that's dear to your heart. And so we figured nest probably makes sense because nest is you know your home, and you obviously care about your own nest. Every, your nest egg, right? That's the idea. You care about your nest egg, you care about your nest. And then uh, over, the idea was, uh, <laughs> some of it was actually you know just thinking, you know, you kind of protect over, look over, uh, search over. So we thought, hey, over nest. And also at a time, honestly speaking, um, even though I never played a game, but I was uh, always, at that time, was a Blizzard fan. So Overwatch at the time just started. So I thought, hey, you know, over sounds cool. So let me <laughs> just do over nest.
0: They released their first product in 2016, named GitZero. But during their next project, they realized maybe a bigger change should happen.
1: We, uh, yeah, we actually spent a year or more, actually a year and a half, actually working for the DoD uh, at a time. Oh, wow. uh, and, then, uh, and then afterwards, actually, that's actually when Strong Start really kind of gets started. Because uh, after we finished the project for the DoD, what we realized is that a lot of technology we actually developed has a much more general, uh, gen, uh, general use case. So we thought, hey, you know, it wouldn't be cool if we kind of like, you know, um, do a better version of this and then kind of release the public so that the whole world can benefit from the technology we developed. Um, so we thought, hey, let, let's do that, but then let's try a different name because uh, we already used Get Zero for the previous product. Uh, let's, uh, so we have this trend of let's, let's uh, separate the company name from the, from the project name. So I say okay. So that's when I started strong salt, and you know had to come up with the name strong salt. That's uh, that's uh, how it
0: really all started. So where did the name strong salt come from?
1: Uh, so salt, interestingly, uh, I know most people know what salt is, but actually in cryptography, and that's where encryption, and decryption, that kind of things uh, deal with. In cryptography, salt actually has a special meaning. It's something that makes your um, makes your uh, I guess makes your Caching or the way you do encryption, much more secure than if you don't use salt. Interestingly, and uh, we thought, hey, you know, it would be nice if we use something that people in the industry will know exactly what we're talking about. But at the same time, uh, you know, it kind of still has some meaning to people. So that's why we start using salt. Obviously, salt um, because you know it's a such a simple four-letter character. It's almost impossible to get a domain name, and also at the same time, it's being used almost everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Right, and there's a lot of company use salt as part of their name. So yeah. we say, okay, now we need to get, kind of either give a suffix or give a prefix. And uh, you know, um, because salt starts with S, I say it would be nice if we start with a prefix that also starts with S. So I came up with, you know, I, I, I looked at you know strange salt, I looked at smart salt, I look just go through a different list. Eventually, I say, you know what, let's make something simple. Just call it strong salt. Um, and just strong. It sounds cool because you have encryption, you have you know cryptography. Let's make something strong, um, and that's that's how we stuck with strong salt.
0: So they are in an interesting slow transition right now. Their company's legal name is Overnest, but they are doing business as Strong Salt. This is known as a trade name. An example of this is the glasses startup Warby Parker. Their company's legal name is J A N D Inc. But Ed doesn't really sweat the name change at all.
1: You, you just tell them. They say, just tell them, hey, uh, you know, w- we now are known as StrongSalt. and you could still use the previous email address. Uh, it will reroute to the new address. Um, mm-hmm. But from now, this point on, I'm gonna tell my tell everyone else that our company name is called StrongSalt. and mm-hmm. and it's fairly simple, and people accept it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of. It has to do with budget and how many customers you have we being a startup is uh, you know it's actually easy because people kind of uh, give us uh, leeway for this kind of things mm-hmm. whereas um whereas if you're a established company obviously you kind of have to uh, you have a lot more customers mm-hmm. and um so I, th- I but to be honest DBA doing business as is actually a really simple process yeah and uh, i think they could just do it and then they just have that as additional name and then as they to start doing more marketing, start uh, giving people more, you know, awareness of the new name, it, it, sh- it probably can be spontaneous. It doesn't really have to be, say, hey, from this point on, if you call this name and it'll never work, um, <laughs> I think that will probably be uh, a more, much, much better gradual uh, change for most others.
0: His advice really boils down to keeping it simple and not overthinking it too much. But let's see if we can combine these examples into nice, simple steps. Step one, communicate to your customers about your change, starting as early as possible. You can do this by announcing on your website, right on the front page, through traditional ads, email campaigns, and also having publications writing about your rebranding. Number two, make sure to keep everything from your old name intact. Your old domain needs to redirect to your new one. Your old email address needs to redirect to your new one. Number three, time heals all. If there is confusion right now, as your company continues under your new name, people will adapt. And finally, try to do this only once. Changing your name multiple times is really going to bug customers and it's going to make your brand look bad. So with all these tips, have a happy and smooth rebranding. Name Changers is made in association with Namestormers, a naming agency in Austin, Texas. Find out more about them at Namestormers.com. Special thanks this week to Ed U. Find out more about their company at StrongSalt.com. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps people find us. I'm James Darty. We'll see you next time.